What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Joystick Jockeys Podcast. I am Austin Angel, joined, as always, by my co-host, Protégé Jones. Protégé, how you doing this evening, my man? I'm doing fantastic, my brother. How about you? Doing pretty good, pretty good. It's been a been an interesting couple weeks, to say the least, uh, but it is what it is. We keep moving. <laughs> right, we're trying to hold it together. I'm not sure if we're using glue. I've run out of glue. We're at duct tape at this point, man. <laughs> But now, what's been going on? What you been playing? Honestly, um, there have been some great sales going on on Steam, so I've just mm-hmm. been um, playing a, a little, a tiny bit of Alien vs. Predator because right. that's the only game right now where you could be the Predator. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's not and true. And then I'm is playing. It? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the Predator in a in a single player fun experience you gotcha, know what i'm saying gotcha. like i don't okay. i don't know another game that'll let you do what that game will let you do gotcha i was gonna say there was a predator hunting grounds multiplayer game that came out a oh, couple years yeah, ago i remember you try yeah you, you try to get me on the game i, and should I was do. like i don't know man i, mean, I don't want to be hunting hey man that game was fun for like two three months and then mm. after that you get the same four maps but it was fun while it lasted it was a good time it was definitely worth the 20 bucks <laughs> i think is yeah, what it was yeah. worth <laughs> Yeah, man, honestly, I'm just, I'm waiting on a couple of games to drop, uh, so what about you? I've been playing Persona 4 since that dropped on PlayStation and Xbox here a couple weeks ago. I uh, played a little bit of that Hi-Fi Rush that Xbox dropped on us last week out of nowhere. Okay, we'll talk, okay. We'll talk more about that one here soon. Uh, oh, and yeah. then WWE 2K, as always, That that's always in rotation at the moment. Apex, uh, I think, I think that about covers it. Yeah, I've only gotten about an hour into Persona 4 and Hi-Fi, so I think I'm going to play more of both of those this weekend because I don't have a whole lot going on. At least that's the goal. <laughs> but There you go. Yes, you sir. You go good weekend ahead of gaming. That's what yes, it's about. Yes, sir. But what we got What we got right. in store for the people today? What stories? Man, we got a couple of uh, gaming stories. We even got some, uh, some movie-related stuff, some Marvel stuff, some Xbox stuff, and... Got something breaking for y'all here in just a minute for you PS5 people. But first, we're going to start off with a Nintendo Direct happening soon. Sooner than you think. Maybe. (laughs) We got a a game article by uh, GameSpot.com by a Baron... um, I'm going to butcher these names. I apologize. Uh, Darren Bon... Bon... Bon Thois? Bon Thois? Probably not right at all, but... (laughs) Yeah, so apparently a new Nintendo Direct will reportedly be happening next week. Bump, bump, bump. It says everything I'm... Okay, let me see. Nintendo's next big showcase will be held next week, the week of February 6th. Everything I'm hearing, and it's just sort of reiterating it, it continues to be the week of February 6th. Grub said on the on his game mess show okay hmm what do you think what do you think that they're going to show at this nintendo direct so soon uh, i mean we it's I, gotta I'm be expecting you gotta see zelda, zelda. you gotta see gotta game because we haven't seen gameplay right everything's just been cinematic trailers because we've only gotten the two yeah. trailers right the announcement trailer and then the release date trailer back in september i believe it was I remember the the direct where they 
they knew everybody wanted to see something about Zelda, and they straight up said, "No, not yet. <laughs> Ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> you better wait." But I, I, okay. I was looking back on their YouTube page or their YouTube channel to see if this kind of follows their order of what they've done, and it looks like for the last couple of years they have done one in February and one in September. So we should hopefully see one, if not next week, before this month is over. Uh, but yeah, other than Zelda, we gotta see uh, Mario Odyssey 2, right? Or whatever's after Mario Odyssey. Yo, I <laughs> forgot about Mario Odyssey. That was the... that Was that a launch title? Yeah. <laughs> that was... Then, bro, it's they been could, seven they years. <laughs> I would love to see that, actually. I would love to see that. Maybe another uh, 3D Mario World. And it says here that Nintendo is planning to increase Switch production to meet the anticipated demand for its hybrid console. Interesting. Which turns which turns seven this year. It's a big year for the company outside of games, as the Super Mario Bros. movie will be hitting the big screen April 7th. Yes, so, sir. bro, listen. At this point, they have to announce something with Mario to tie in. I was going to say, the there's no way they the, are putting out a, Mar a Mario game by the movie. They got Mario. Listen, they still got Mario Super. Uh, no, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Uh, you know the the tag team Luigi. Um, oh, Mario yeah, 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 where yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the DS, yeah. I, you, man. New Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Yeah, they got to show. Right. They they got to show Zelda with it coming out in May. We need something for Mario because it's been seven years. I think it was May. Was it May? That's like that's like three that's wait, three months that's like three months yeah bro nintendo about to be eaten again uh actually yeah i'm going on my trip i'm really is. i am really considering getting a switch that's right okay it is or may maybe. it's may 12th that's what i thought may 12th yeah, i was like i know wow. it comes out near my birthday uh <clears throat> so that's awesome, need those man. two Metroid Prime 4 we haven't seen or heard anything about since they came out and said oh we got to start over because i think they changed production teams, if I remember correctly, or de yeah, developer teams. Uh, what else have we not seen? I would imagine we probably get some Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC announcement, maybe. I don't know. Sometimes Pokemon does their own events, but they gave us DLC in Sword and Shield, and that shit sold. So, I mean... Yeah. I don't see why oh. they wouldn't. And they it was did, good. They, was it like just one DLC you needed, or was it like DLC for each one? Because I know there's like no, there two were different. there was they did two different packs, but you could play both on both games. But yeah, they had two different two separate expansions for end game stuff wow. that you could do. And they were pretty fun. I enjoyed them. But okay. I would okay. I would assume we get Scarlet and Violet DLC. Uh, what else could we? Maybe Mario Kart Nine. Maybe are they I was just are, about to say, are we, they done with the DLC yet, or is that still coming out we, through like the end of the year? I was about to say they better not still be making DLC. Nintendo. They announced just like eight packs last year. <laughs> Hashtag it. Drop the nine. I I feel like <laughs> they're releasing DLC throughout the rest of this year for Mario Kart Eight. I think is what it was, or maybe the last one just came out. I don't remember which one it was, but. They've been supporting that forever, because that came out on Wii U. Because the one on Switch is just a port. It's not even a new one. <laughs> I think... 
You know what? I want. I should have added another prediction to our last <laughs> podcast. I should have said when we were talking about the Switch Two. I think Smash Ultimate Two would be a perfect launch title. I think the only way you get a new Smash at the moment is like a quote-unquote Game of the Year edition, where they release it with all the DLC and stuff. But other than that, I don't think you're getting a new, like, brand new from the ground up Smash Bros. for a long time. Mm. <laughs> Listen, man. Okay, so I, I want to see Mario Kart and, uh, what do we just say, Smash? That's what I want to see. That's what I would love to see. Even though this Direct is probably going to just be more about more Zelda gameplay, I think we're going to see. Yeah, I think we'll definitely. Yeah, I think we get a deep dive into Zelda for sure. We have to see whatever the hell is next from the team that worked on Mario Odyssey, maybe Metroid Prime Four, and maybe a Metroid Prime Trilogy remaster. Maybe wouldn't be a terrible idea. I've never played them. I would like to. <laughs> so yeah, that's something to look forward to. Definitely keep an eye out uh, for that uh, if we have time, depending on when this is and what time it is if we're not working we might see about doing a live stream with it if time sixth works out on a the, monday. the sixth is monday but i don't think it would be on a monday i feel like they would announce it monday oh, and it would right. be later in the week, the week of, yeah. please let it be like wednesday or something like that because yeah i would like to tune in and just kind of peek my head over and see what old nintendo's doing yeah but uh we've got a breaking article that just what came out today this was earlier today is around noon i believe for you ps5 people listen up there is a beta out that you can sign up for and it introduces uh discord voice chat i'm gonna say it again <laughs> ps5 beta <laughs> that introduces discord voice chat that's right the future is looking bright for PlayStation. It is about this, this, damn this, time. This makes me want to get a PlayStation even more. Like, I was going to wait and hold off, but now I'm like, okay, by the time I get a PlayStation, it, Discord's probably going to be on here. So we have the articles coming from uh, blog.playstation.com. Uh, from the senior vice president. I was just saying, no way you're pronouncing that name right. <laughs> Hadiki Ishino? Sure. Okay, can, can, I, can I get a seven, seven out of tens in the chat? Yeah. I... <laughs> Not bad. All Not right. Bad. It says here, as the PlayStation 5 console continues to evolve, we're excited to deliver new features to our community. Today, we're rolling out the next PS5 system software beta with a number of fan-requested features. That's right, fan-requested. Feedback is positive feedback is always positive it says including discord voice chat var variable refresh rate support for 1440p resolution for all my monitor people out there we're also introducing a variety of ux accessibility and social feature enhancements that make playing with your friends and enjoying your gaming experiences on the ps5 console easier than ever Invited beta participants from the U.S., Canada, Japan, U.K., Germany, and France will receive an email with instructions on how to download the beta and get started. As previously, as with previous betas, 
some features may not make it into the final version or may see significant changes when the final system update releases globally in the coming months. In the coming months. Summer, it, it's a wrap. It is about damn time. Sony announced their deal with Discord in May of 2021. Xbox announced their deal with Discord in June of 2022 and got the Discord chat within months. This has been two years. <laughs> two years I've been waiting for this wow. damn feature to finally show up on PlayStation. But yeah. You know, it, it, it doesn't surprise me because it, it well, there were some minor complaints that the PlayStation community had when they were going from the PS4 to the PS5 and then yeah they made a lot of party changes that didn't make a whole lot of sense at least from like a user standpoint it might make sense on their end maybe it has less bugs or something but i didn't notice anything ever happening in ps4 parties but yeah they basically they got rid of them at one point to where you couldn't make them mm -hmm. and then had to add them back but then once you left the party it stays in like your history so, I don't know. They made it way more complicated than it needed to be. But <clears throat> hopefully this Discord app is basically pretty much just copy and paste from what they put on the Xbox. I hope it's the first thing that makes it on there because I'm going to be honest with you. When I would play Ghost of Tsushima, mm -hmm. my, fr that, my friends would be online at the same time and we want to talk. Right. Problem is, there's no Discord on the PS4 at all. So right. I have to use my Bluetooth headphones, but now I can't hear the game. Mm -hmm. And I get it. You know, there's somebody out there. Well, you can buy this and buy that and set it up and split the audio. Right. But if that's, you want to do all that extra work, cool. Some of us don't want to do that extra work. And and pay for it. So right. it's nice to know that Discord, which is kind of like the leading, it's like the leading in communication because it's it's, it's an, it could be anywhere at any given yeah. time. And with crossplay as a for lack of a better term, dominant now than it ever was. It only makes sense to have Discord on Xboxes and Playstations because, I mean, yeah, you can use in-game chat if you're with friends, but if you're playing something like Call of Duty where the lobby's got, like, 15 people and you're only playing with, like, two friends and they're on different systems, you can't just make a party to where it's just you and your friends. You have to talk through the game chat to where everyone can hear or everyone can butt in and all that nonsense and it cuts out during loading and it just doesn't sound as good at least with my experiences that i've had because i've done crossplay with uh apex and stuff but so yeah i'm glad this is finally at the very least in beta uh like it says in the coming months hopefully hopefully we see this very soon i wouldn't imagine this takes much longer to release to the public maybe like a month or so uh i, I would say I before before i go on vacation I so probably in may everything's happening in may <laughs> i would say this comes out before zelda that's my prediction <laughs> the Dis <laughs> discord integration comes out before zelda <laughs> that's my guess that's my hope but that's such a win i'm so excited i'm so happy <clears throat> all right now uh, we'll talk about the uh, Xbox recap a little later, but there was a surprise, a big surprise that released at the end, a, a, a surprise that shocked us all. Yeah, it did. 
uh, I'm not. Sh so I actually I downloaded it, but I didn't get to play oh, it. So I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I've been buried. I've been buried in schoolwork, man. Understandable. Uh, but I hear it's like. So tell me a little bit about it. So is it like a rhythm game? Is it because it looks really yes. cool and I like the graphics of it. It is a rhythm-based combat game, but unlike Metal Hellsinger, um, because correct me if I'm wrong, I only played Metal Hellsinger for a little bit. You could only mm -hmm. attack in Metal Hellsinger on beat. Is that right? You can, or really close to on beat. It had to be I like think you, within. Okay, so you can attack millisecond. off beat, but you're but you won't do that much damage. Okay, so it's the same thing then. <clears throat> okay. But I don't know why I find this one easier than Metal Hellsinger personally, because I struggled with Metal Hellsinger. Maybe because it's faster paced FPS music and, and yeah, and around. FPS. <laughs> but no, this is rhythm based uh, combat. You have like basically. Uh, guitar sword more or less as your melee weapon and like metal hellsinger if you attack on beat it does more damage but you can attack off beat for less damage uh you get points for battles as your score goes up it gives you a ranking like f through s uh basic stuff but it's really fun i went and played through the entire first tutorial section which was like an hour long so i haven't gotten back to it yet i really want to uh, but there are a lot of tutorials, but it breaks it down and spaces it out enough to where it doesn't feel overwhelming, but it is, for lack of better term, kind of annoying, because you'll get through a tutorial, take about five steps, get into another one, but gotcha. once, once you finish all the tutorials, at least so far, I feel like I've got a grasp and handle on how how it's supposed to be played or how to play it better. But I took out the first boss. I really enjoy this game, and I was shocked. And the fact that it's made by the same people that made, uh, what was it, The Evil Within, is wild. <laughs> they went from a horror game. They, they went from they three said, horror games hey guys, to this. They looked, at each <laughs> <laughs> they looked at each other and said, guys, we gotta lighten the mood. <laughs> they really did. They're like, hey, I know we made some horror games, but what if we just made a random rhythm-based combat game and it is phenomenal out of my hour i i wouldn't see my score changing uh for our scale i would give it an easy four out of five day one uh, we have day it listed as a day one, one buy but it's on game pass so you don't have to pay for it it's free Lord. if you have game pass go get it it is a blast if you do want to buy it i believe the game is 20 30 bucks i don't know to be completely okay, honest I'm, with you. I know it's on I Steam, wrong, but, but I don't know the yeah, price. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's currently I can check sitting real quick, but yeah, go ahead. on Metacritic at a 90. User score of 8.7, so that's really good. It's in the green. It's got a Metacritic must play, so you must play. It is $30 on Steam. Let's go. So yeah, so yeah what I've seen, All it's right. about 10 to 12 hours, so nothing too crazy long, but also not super short. It's a decent length. <clears throat> Okay. But yeah, definitely, definitely recommend. Um, I hope to get back to that this weekend. I enjoy it. The music's really good too. Big fan of the music. That's it. I was just about to ask about that. Yeah, yeah. The, that's one thing that'll kill your whole rhythm game is the music is just unbearable. Oh no, it's good. They've got some licensed tracks in there, so. Okay. Good, good. Uh, the next article we have is for AEW. Yes. The, the wrestling league, right? Uh, yes, is 
Man. They were just here yesterday, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Let me see here. The, uh, the article comes from Video Game Chronicles. Or Video Game. Blah, blah, blah. Video Game Chronicle.com. Uh, by Jordan. An article by Jordan Midler. It says AEW Fight Forever's release date is reportedly in limbo due to issues with the ESRB. Hmm. It's claimed that the upcoming all elite wrestling game no longer has a firm release date due to the game failure to acquire the ESRB rating that AEW and publisher THQ Nordic had hoped for. According to WrestleZone, citing sources close to the situation, it said the amount of blood and gore in the game prevented it from achieving a team rating on multiple attempts. While it's unclear which issues the ESRB has which issues the ESRB has issues with. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh. I, I was like, huh? <laughs> it should be noted that AEW often presents wrestling matches featuring significantly more blood and heightened violence than its rival WWE, which is surprising to me. So that is I'm like, extremely accurate. Because uh, I was watching AEW last night, <laughs> and the main event was Samoa Joe taking on Darby Allen for the TNT title. And Darby Allen came down with a hooded sweatshirt covered in thumbtacks. <laughs> so that when Samoa Joe would hit him, he would just hit thumbtacks. So what did Samoa Joe do? He took his towel that he comes down to the ring with, wrapped it around his arm, and just beat the shit out of Darby, and then pulled the sweatshirt off. They are definitely more violent than WWE. I feel like an M rating's a bit excessive because I've seen <clears throat> they have shown screenshots of this game where there is blood and there is more blood than what is in a WWE game, but to me, with the uh, graphics or their art style not being as realistic, I don't see how it would garner an M rating, but. Because I definitely wouldn't say there's gore. It's not like people's arms are falling off or anything crazy. But, like, in the screenshot for the AEW game, the blood was like, wasn't just on the wrestler. It was on the ring, on the weapons, stuff like that. But, like, that's what you want to happen because that's what happens in real life. <laughs> true, true. Uh, the debut video game for the upstart rival to WWE is being developed by Ukes. Oh yeah, Ukes was making the SmackDown vs. Raw games originally, and then WWE. So that's that's good. For, I mean, good that they're still trying, but I see why they want that teen rating because oh yeah, I know why I AEW. Guess it must wants be easier it. to sell games. I, I didn't know that. Well, you you'll have the restrictions to where you can't buy an M-rated game unless you're over seventeen legally. I don't know how much that's actually legally. followed, <laughs> but like because. WWE is TV PG. AEW is TV 14. They are geared to a more adult audience, for sure. But I still would... It would make sense that you would want your game to have a teen rating. These TV to, ratings. To bring in people that don't normally watch it. So that you would just get casual wrestling fans to buy the game for their kid. True. Would be my guess. But... Hopefully it gets fixed. This between 
this and 2K23 just got its release date and reveal trailer comes out next month. It's probably a good thing that it's in limbo because if they launched side by side, I don't know how well that would fare for AEW. So they should Man, probably they wait. Not, <laughs> they should probably wait a couple what? months to be honest. Like, give me a summer release date for Fight Forever, and we're chilling. Like, Fight Forever is one that I think I will play more, if that makes sense. But 2K23, I'm going to use more, but for simulation purposes. I think the gameplay in Fight Forever will be more fun. But I like, I definitely like the simulation style in 2K. But okay. Hopefully this gets resolved soon. All right, we got a bit of bad news, guys. We've got the delay, but it's only about a month. Got an article here from IGN.com from uh, Kate Bailey. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is being delayed. EA announced today, Respawn's forthcoming sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will now release April 28th, approximately six weeks after its original date. Cal saw his shadow. Six more weeks of development. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Says in a statement, yeah. In a statement posted on social media, director Stig Osmussen addressed the reasoning behind the delay, saying the team is focused on polishing the final release while enhancing performance. For the last three years, the Jedi team here at Respawn has poured its collective heart and soul into Jedi into Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And we are proud to say the next chapter in the tale of Cal... How do you say his last name? Kestis. Kestis is content complete. We are now focused entirely on the final stage. Bug fixes to enhance performance, stability, polish, and most importantly, the player experience. That's awesome. That's, that's great. That's, yes. that's what I want to hear. Yes. And, you know... When you first, when you hear the story at first glance, you're like, oh, oh no, it's being delayed, but it's respawned. Yeah, so delays, I'm, delays have a I'm bad stigma, and when they're like, if it's six weeks, whatever, that usually means they're finishing up bugs. Now, if you are Skull and Bones, oh. sir, chill out, you may not have the apple. <laughs> Now, if you are Skull and Bones, who's been delayed for the sixth time, yes, it's not good. If it's Star Wars Jedi Survivor, that's on its first delay, and it's only six weeks just to clean up some stability issues, which apparently the first one had a lot of stability issues at launch. I didn't play it at launch, so I I didn't experience that. <laughs> but, yeah, it, but Austin, it's still this year. <laughs> So that's the important thing. The beta's thing. coming out, Austin. The beta? <laughs> oh, for Skull uh, and Bones? For Skull and Bones. No, yeah, it's not. They keep hope alive. That game ain't coming out. <clears throat> they canceled three games, and Skull and Bones was somehow not one of them. I am honestly kind of shocked about that. I, that somehow made the cut. <laughs> for real, man. That's, that's. And they're about to delay it another year. Because they didn't even delay it with a date. Ubisoft, just be honest, is it ready or not, man? Because I think they just have their hands in too many live service projects and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they shouldn't. Because look at uh, Epic. What, what happened with Rumbleverse? Shut down. 
within Bro, six months. That guys, listen. <clears throat> the market for free to play games is insane right now. It's ridiculous. A game could, a game could come out with so much hype, a trailer, promise, twitch drops, the whole ten yards. But if the community is not layered, like, founded off of anything, yeah, you know, layered in some kind of way, it's done. Like Call of Duty, layered. Yeah, Call of Duty's been around forever. Apex, layered. Like the community is just too strong there. So if you you got to bring something fun and interesting, you can't bring uh, the same thing if a game is already doing it better, it, man. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. You need to do you, it with either an established IP. Um, looking at you, Xbox. Where the fuck is Halo Battle Royale to save your game? <laughs> or something that's good enough to where if it is new, it'll stick, like Apex Legends or Fortnite. They were probably they they were probably thinking the community would hate a Halo Battle Royale. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, because their three multiplayer maps worked out so well. <laughs> oh, Big Team Battle was fun for a little bit though, and, and it's sad. Actually, you know what, Halo. Uh, the original collection went on sale on Steam for like 16 bucks, and I just picked it up because I remember the old Halo, like one through three. You know what I'm saying? Good times playing co-op. Nice. So I had to pick it up. We'll, 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 we'll ramble we'll about Halo later. <laughs> That's yeah. coming up soon. Yeah. yeah. So we got some. We got some more bad news. <sighs> I'm super I sad mean, about this one. I, I I feel like I'm alone. I I predicted the exact opposite <laughs> of this. <laughs> I was watching a couple people on YouTube and there and you're not alone man like some people remember going and experiencing that and, and having that experience to themselves to me like yeah I went there I seen that before you yeah you know yeah I went the last in-person one and it was fucking awesome I loved every second of it but uh it's not yeah, looking so good for those who don't for those who <laughs> for those who don't know what we're talking about uh we have an IGN article Another one Another by one. Kate Bailey, and we're talking about E3 pretty much um, is dead. <laughs> it's looking very dead. The, the the big dogs don't look like they're showing up. The future so, is bleak. Uh, it says here E3's first physical event in four years was supposed to be a triumphant return for the trade show, an opportunity to recapture some of the excitement of past conventions, which historically have been major showcase events for the games industry. However, it appears when E3 2023 hits the Los Angeles Convention Center in June, it will be without three of the most important draws. IGN has heard from multiple knowledgeable sources that Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo won't be a part of E3 2023 or have a presence on the Los Angeles Convention Center show floor. So sad. I'm so sad. Not even a demo kiosk. Nothing. They ain't send you one. Nothing. Not not a truck. Not nothing. I am partially shocked. Partially not. I'm not shocked. Sony isn't going to be there. They haven't been there. I think since 2019, <laughs> maybe 2018. They haven't been there for a while. Them not showing up does not surprise me. Xbox and Nintendo, on the other hand, not showing up. Those surprise me, especially since the Xbox. There's Microsoft Theater as part of E3, <laughs> so. Man, you know what Phil's gonna do? He's gonna rent out a. He might rent out a. He might uh, rent out a car and put Game Pass logos on it and, and just send it through. Just. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think's happening. I think Jeff Keighley is about think? to kill E3 with Summer Games Fest because I bet you Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo 
are all at Summer Games Fest, which is like a week later. <clears throat> yeah, uh, to my knowledge, Jeff Keighley hasn't been in any, like, controversies that would say, hey, we shouldn't bet all of, all of our chips in here. Like, he's he's already well-connected. Yeah, he's the one guy Apparently that he, unites everyone. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's went to studios and played games that we could only dream of experiencing right. in, like projects and stuff like that. So it's very smart that they're moving their and then uh, there was a rise in views. Yeah, right. Constantly. Yeah, yeah. It, so. Their viewership has gone up uh, every year since the Game Awards have started. <clears throat> That's awesome. So it's damn. I don't know if it doubled this year. I think it doubled the year before. But yeah, this this is not what you want to see if you like E3, like I do. (laughs) But (laughs) it's it's kind of expected because with the pandemic, everyone's like, oh, we can just do this shit ourselves, and it's a whole hell of a lot cheaper because you don't have to rent out any space on the conference floor. You don't have to pay uh, E3 to be there or to hold a conference. You don't have to pay the theater to hold the conference there. But, I don't know. I'm I'm so upset. I love, love E3 conferences for Sony, Xbox, and Nintendo. And I think we'll get that just with Summer Games Fest instead. So I think E3 is unfortunately probably dying but Summer Games Fest is most likely going to rise and take its place, <clears throat> which I was hoping it would just kind of make E3 better, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. It seems like it's just going to kill it. But <clears throat> I guess as long as we have at least one, it's still, I mean, it's not it, something that I mean, needs to happen. Like E3, I was going to say it's kind of sad because G4 just went and now E and now E3 went. Like yep. some of the some of the best <laughs> memories we've ever had just slowly dying bye bye woo see ya like yeah like physical events don't need to happen unfortunately uh they can do everything uh digitally we've seen it with nintendo directs over the years playstation's been doing it with state of plays xbox is just now getting into it with these developer directs i think these are going to be a lot more common but it sucks i like e3 i don't know if the triple a companies like Ubisoft and EA and companies like that are going to be enough to keep it afloat. But we'll see. It'll be interesting uh, if this is just a one-year thing or if this is just... Nah, man. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because what's going to happen is they might have to try something else or just might might just cancel the whole thing to save themselves some, uh, some money. I don't think they'll cancel it this year. You'll lose money if you do that. You've already paid for everything. <laughs> You gotta leg this year out and see what you can get for next year and go from there. Maybe go back to all digital event, but I don't know how you would do that for E3. Successfully, at least. The only thing I can see is if they could somehow negotiate a cheaper deal than Jeff, but I don't know, man. I I think Jeff got it. They need to just talk to Jeff and quit being so damn stubborn. (laughs) Because they told Jeff, like, no, you're not working E3 anymore, and Jeff was like, I bet. Summer Games Fest. (laughs) He took the rug and said, (laughs) He really did. He's like, oh, you're going to kick me out? Watch me just pull this rug out from under you. Boom. No Sony. No Nintendo. No Xbox. Nothing. You get Ubisoft. (laughs) Who's got the mic now? (laughs) 
I, I, and that's why I love the gaming industry is, is competition because competition makes things better. Usually. Uh, <laughs> speaking of competition making things better, we have another IGN article, this time by a Logan Plant, and we're talking Xbox. Now, I don't know if you guys heard this, but originally I thought we were hearing that 343 was being stripped of Halo privileges. Yeah, there were That's rumors around. Nothing was ever confirmed, but there were rumors going around. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Me and my friends got a good laugh out of that because <laughs> it, I can't convince anybody to get back on Halo, man. That's because we've, I, I just, we've played it. It's been the same thing for the two years it's been out. <laughs> they have added two maps and two game modes, right? Am not I missing even for anything? Co-op and, and mission replay. Oh yeah, that's not even counting that they scrapped local co-op. <laughs> True. True. So it says here, Halo is reportedly staying at three four three Industries, but the franchise's director is unclear amidst layoffs in a pivot away from Halo's slip space engine. A what? As in a report. Yeah. That's interesting. In a report from Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, the studio's leadership overhaul, mass layoffs, and other big changes are causing 343 to essentially hit the reset button on the franchise. The report also claims that at least 95 people were laid off from 343 as a part of this month's mass layoffs at Microsoft. Good lord. And that 343 was not working on new missions for Halo Infinite story over last year. What were they doing? <laughs> so, correct me if I'm wrong. Was Halo Infinite not already a reset on the Halo series, or was it just supposed to? Because making it an open world game, that's it's a pretty drastic change. So you're gonna hit the reset button again. I mean, I guess you have to with how much it bombed. Like, <sighs> I mean, it's too late to change. Like they. So they could maybe change some things multiplayer like and stuff like that, but as far as the game is like the game is there. You know what I'm saying? I mean what you put out is yeah. what you put out. <clears throat> we should and it's not sad because this go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say this was supposed to be a, a ten year ever expanding story game, so to hear that no, we got mass layoffs going. Uh we're not really well, we're 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 trying to revamp things, but we don't we still don't know what's going on ourselves. That's kind of kind of hard to hear. It says three four three isn't preparing any additional story content for Halo Infinite's campaign. The report claims rather developers have spent the last year working on Unreal Engine prototypes while pitching ideas for new Halo games. I do not want to see a new Halo game before twenty thirty. <laughs> Take your time. Do not rush it. Do not put it out on the series console. Whatever the hell is after the series console, that is what you put this out on. You launch your next console with Halo, whatever the hell it's going to be called, and you make sure Halo hits. Because if Halo bombs again... Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's like, I think they had the right idea because I, I think what, they're, what, what a lot of... Okay... I, I might have to make a video on this, but I think the gaming industry is suffering from this need to be number one in the in a in a service sense, right? Mm -hmm. So 
because uh, I'm noticing that Overwatch <coughs> 2 came out free to play. This, you know, this net came out free to play. Oh, multiplayer. Halo yeah, was yeah. like they, they. It's like everybody's trying to be more accessible to let people kind of come in and, and be in the universe. Even though you, in Microsoft strategy, was hey PC people or whoever want you know, not PlayStation people, pretty much <laughs> come play our game and. It just, it really didn't work out. And it, and it says here, after strong initial reception for Infinite's fresh campaign and free-to-play multiplayer, things took a turn for the worse. Fans pushed back against Infinite's controversial multiplayer progression system as lengthy delays to long-awaited features sourced public opinion of the game. Yeah, the game, it was... It, it, it was taken, like, bro, co-op should have been there day one. Four yeah, should have been there day one. It wasn't ready. You should have... Del- uh, Unfortunately, you should have delayed that game probably a whole nother year. <laughs> like, that came out with the story, which, okay, fine. But you came out with no online co-op, no split-screen co-op, which scrapped three multiplayer maps, three different multiplayer game types, no big team battle, no forge mode. Like, that's six things, at least, right there. That was Man, not all, <laughs> at launch that... You should. You can argue at least four of the six should have been there day one. Co-op, online, and local should be there day one. You need more than three maps for a multiplayer game, especially if your game is going to live and die by multiplayer. <laughs> you need more than just Team Deathmatch and Slayer and Free For All and all that. It's We have watched so many games as a service games is that wording correct irrelevant we've watched so many of these fail because they've come out with not enough content and you proceed to continue to put out a live service game with not enough content (laughs) i don't understand yeah like fortnite strategy is working because the skins are scarce the way that the store works right now is the skins are scarce so you feel the need to check often to see what skins they're going to have well it's not like even right that. now they got go ahead well I, i'm just saying as far as like um, uh, with monetization like we yeah there are so many people still playing fortnite right now to where it's established mm-hmm. itself and people are okay with the way that the game is choosing to monetize itself same with apex same with call of duty and all that stuff so when when halo came out it had this monetization problem where people were like, why is why is this Mr. Chief tag like 20, 30 bucks? Like, why is this regular blue skin? And that's another reason why I decided to get the Halo collection was everything on there is unlockable on there. Yeah. I don't believe they do like seasons or this and that. Like, right. I can, if, I, if I want the Hayabusa armor, I do the Hayabusa challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's not even that. I mean, that definitely plays a part, but like, Fortnite is updated every week. There are new challenges every week. There's usually at least one small map change, if not a big one, every week. Apex gets seasonal updates every three months. I think there's been five to six Apex seasons, and Halo's, what, they're on season two? And Apex has had three times as many in the same amount of time? (laughs) Fortnite's the same way? Uh, Halo's on... I think, I think they're only Halo's on season on two. Season, no, they're they're on season three. There's no. Heroes of Ash or something like that. They're on season three. I hope so. 
Xbox, don't don't make us look bad. You you better at least be on three. Three comes out next month. Allegedly, we will see. Halo Infinite came out when? How many years ago? At least two. In. Okay. Yeah, I. Yeah, twenty twenty one. November 15th, and, 2021. And and Bungie is just sitting there watching like, I mean, Bungie's we we, we, wa <laughs> we washed our hands with it. Destiny 2 has put out three expansions. <laughs> and the fourth one comes out later this year before Halo Infinite even hits season 3. <laughs> it's ah. Uh, what what yeah. what does it come with? Oh, and season 3 is only going to be what is that? Three months? March, April, May, June? Four months. Uh, it doesn't say what it's launching with. There's a good chance I won't be playing Halo this summer. I definitely <laughs> Halo, will be. <laughs> Halo Infinite, I probably... Uh, see, unless my friends somehow get the urge to play Halo, I don't think I'll be on Halo. Because I don't, I don't... There's no urge to play the campaign. Like, I don't... Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I was so excited. I wanted it to be good. I loved Halo back in the day. I was so hyped. And then it came out, and it was just a dud. Again. <laughs> yeah, 343 will probably have to take it back to the drawing board. But guys, please just keep releasing more content for it. Keep supporting it. You can still revive the community. But do that before you make another. You can, but it's going to be a lot. Please. You need a lot to bring people Man, back. Man, look, if No Man's Sky could do it, Halo could do it, bro. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. They can do it. Literally, you see, Yaku. <laughs> so, I wasn't, like, around. I didn't even know about No Man's Sky when all that stuff was going on. So, when I seen. Oh, man. When I, when I came into it, I'm at the part where multiplayer's here and everything's good and dandy, right? Oh, no. Nah, see, I've been at No when Man's Sky since long. Since it got announced, I'm like, this looks dope as shit. And it can't, All I, the promises. So, <laughs> I wasn't. I don't know. I didn't feel as burned by it as everyone else did because I felt like it was. I was like, this looks like Minecraft in space, but a lot bigger, and that's exactly what I got. So I don't know what everyone else's expectations were, but from what I had seen, I was like, this is Minecraft in space, and to an extent, it was. There just wasn't base building at the time, but everything they have added over the years has been insane and the fact that they're adding it all for free is also insane and there's no microtransactions in that game i don't know if or how they're still making money on it because <laughs> they haven't i don't think they've put anything anything else out the the only thing that i've seen them do i mean they they still charge the game is still 60 bucks unless it's on sale for 30 uh they just released a switch version um oh yeah that's right I wonder how that runs. That it's got to be cloud based. Single, I don't think it has multiplayer. I think that's how that one works. Even still, that's a giant game. <laughs> but anyway, on to the next one. <laughs> hey man, if you could put Doom on there, you could put anything on there. But let's see. We have a, another. Uh, actually, we have a new article from The Verge. The Verge. From a Jay Peters, we're talking about what would have been. Ah, this this hurts uh, me so much. <laughs> so, in respawn, we trust 
in EA. I don't know. <laughs> um, I I I side eye EA for a lot of their like decisions. <laughs> yeah, because this doesn't make any sense for me. Because you would think there's all these cancellations going on and all this stuff like mm -hmm. that. So you would think they're trying to. This is for the fans. But I think this is just to either save money or to make more money or we're not making enough money. It says here, EA has canceled an unannounced single-player game set in the same universe as Titanfall and Apex Legends, according to Bloomberg. <laughs> the news comes on the heels of EA's most recent earnings report on Tuesday, where it announced that it would be shutting down Apex Legends Mobile halting development on a planned Battlefield mobile game and delaying the release of Star Wars Jedi Survivor by six weeks, who we spoke Ooh, on earlier. What a rough call. <laughs> That's like, bam, well, okay, so now, I mean, maybe, so I wonder if the feedback was mostly negative for Apex Legends Mobile and they just didn't have the, the time and development, um, talent to, to fix all the issues and keep it going or maybe they I, I don't know it, it's it's because when they were talking about shutting down Apex Legends mobile it was mm -hmm. about not being able to deliver the quality that the fans want right, right? so I'm like okay okay <clears throat> so it I, I, maybe I mean I'm I'm still optimistic about this because it looks like this is all about quality and polish and maybe EA is trying to make sure the games are coming out um day one like less bugs and stuff like that since now the games are going to be seventy dollars you know right. we're, we're more picky and stuff let's see it says uh the canceled project was codenamed titanfall legends i'm so sad <laughs> i wanted this game so bad i've wanted a single player apex game damn near since the launch of apex because the lore and the world and the characters surrounding apex legends are so interesting the movement, the grapple hook, the gameplay, like right. I don't, I don't know if this is still going on, but currently we are not on PC. We're not able to play Apex Legends two because there's a bunch of hackers and all this stuff. Oh, is that going on? Maybe. I mean, I, I'll have to check it out. But last I heard, people were saying don't, don't play Apex Legends two, and I don't think. Excuse me, I don't think Respawn's going to jump in and help. So, uh, they work on that game a lot. The fact that cross progression is still not a thing really irritates me. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. For this though, uh, uh, I would have I would have loved an Apex Legends single player game. I'm so yeah. sad. But it is what it is. It's not the first game to get canceled. It won't be the last. But this sucks. I was because I had heard rumblings and rumors about it, and it was super excited. Because anything Apex, I'm going to, at the very least, try. Because I still jump into Apex Legends on occasion. Not as much as I used to, but still here and there, at least once, twice a week. But still an enjoyable game. It's still really fun. The lore is really good. I think the only Battle Royale game I'm playing right now is Fortnite. I'm playing uh, that too. The no-build the no mode is just so, so much good. fun. And I'm actually able to play and, and enjoy it mm -hmm. and there was a night where we got three wins in a row nice. and, it, and it felt felt wonderful to just playing with your buddies and, and play uh was it trios yeah we did yeah. like trios and stuff like that yeah duos trios solos squads 
everything. Apex needs solos. I need Apex solos because I play with, like, two other people that aren't always on, and I ain't about to team up with randos. <laughs> no randos. <laughs> I need solos in Apex. But give me cross-progression first. Cross-progression and then solos. Cross-progression was supposed to be done about a year and a half ago. And uh, here we are in 2023, and we still don't have cross-progression. <laughs> Promises, man. So, uh, I got another article. Hold on, my browser's being funny. I got an article here from Games Radar. From Ali Jones. Ooh, we got some competition on the horizon. Thank God. Uh, it's... <laughs> Mainly, I, I, I don't say that to be mean. I say that because Horizon is not on PlayStation, <laughs> and I love Forza Horizon. <laughs> yep, that's a that's for, if you haven't played Forza Horizon, get you get yourself get your shit together. Game on, <laughs> yes, because uh, the last one I got to play, uh, the actually sorry, the current one that's out is five, right? Yes. Yes. That one's a lot of fun, uh, so driving good. around Mexico. But it looks like Ubisoft is coming for that ass. It says here, the Crew Motorfest, as this new iteration is officially named, takes motorsports fans to Hawaii to take part in the <laughs> Ipimus Festival. Senior Director Stephanie Bailey tells me that the shift in location is due to the island Chain's ability to to sit atop the game's three main development pillars. A setting that's diverse enough for an open world, playful enough for a live experience, and the perfect playground for anything with an engine. Welcome to the jungle. I'm a, a new teaser oh, trailer. I didn't know you were so going, okay. my bad. <laughs> I was going to say, a new teaser trailer shows cars tearing down jungle tracks before bursting onto brilliant white sand beaches and then on through the city streets of Honolulu. Bealey says that the PS5 and Xbox Series X has allowed for an overhaul of the game's physics, ensuring each of those surface surfaces feels entirely different to race on. Even different types of sand will move underneath your tires in different ways. The new next-gen tech will also make Hawaii look fantastic with beautiful, varied landscapes and breathtaking vistas. <laughs> Planes and boats will return. Keeley is keen to point out that it's Motorfest, not Carfest. Mm -hmm. So anything with an internal combustion engine is welcome. Well, that's awesome. I am excited. I don't know about you. <clears throat> I don't know if you have you played the previous two crew games. I have not. And what now? Correct me if I'm wrong. The crew was a game where you could play on the entire United States map, right? Yes. Or was that only? Yes. It's not. For it's both obviously games? yeah for both games. Now it wow. obviously wasn't like a one to one scale, but I believe because I did it once because I was curious. I think it took about two to three hours to drive from, like, Los Angeles to New York City. <laughs> so, like, it was a huge map. So I wonder if, with this being just in one location, if it's going to be a smaller That's map, insane. or if it's just going to be a giant-ass Hawaii map. 
Which, either way, I'm it's, down for. Gonna be honest. I'm... Yeah, so now that I know that... This kind of solidifies my decision to get an Xbox Series X instead of an S, because... If I'm gonna get a console, I want to experience the best that it has to offer. Mm -hmm. You know? For sure. Because... Now, I... Keep in mind, most car car games always look good. The next car game's gonna look good. The next car yeah. game's gonna look good. So, I I'll, I'll have to take a look at the actual teaser trailer and see what we're looking at. Because it Forza looks 7 phenomenal. Look. It doesn't look as good as Forza Seven because Forza's Forza and Gran Turismo are like the peak as far as graphical uh, fidelity Hard. for cars. But this is mm -hmm. it's not far off. It looks great. <laughs> It looks really good. Actually, now I think about it, and then there's another racing game uh, coming out. Well, maybe it's coming out this year. It's called, um, don't draw a blank. I used to play this game growing up. Test Drive. Test Drive. Is that? Um, I did not know that. It, yeah, I think they had like a little teaser trailer that came out or something. Like, just like a logo thing or something like that. And I got super hyped because I remember logging on to be a part of the drive club because i thought it was cool to have like a to live in a whole ranch with your friends have a bunch of cars bet cars transport cars like i, I loved it It was like what i that's like my fast and furious oh, love fast good and times furious. man I'm trying to see if i can find what this game is ah it's called they solar crown better. test drive unlimited solar crown this is an article from last year talking about how it got delayed to this year. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. I love racing games. I'm more... I lean more towards, like, Need for Speed and the Horizon games. I don't like... Well, oh, don't like is a strong gonna... word. I'm not good at the simulators. <laughs> like Forza Motorsport, but like Forza Horizon or Need for Speed, where if I drive onto grass, I'm not going to go from 130 miles an hour to fucking 40 it's not what I'm looking for. I'm not going to stay on the road. It's just not how I operate <laughs> in these games. I'm not that good at that. But I'm I'm excited for Motorfest. I'm so hyped for this. I went and updated the crew too so I could play it again. <laughs> so I've been playing that the last couple of nights even. Nice. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me let me check real quick. Do I have the crew? Um, I have this thing called... Uh, so GOG has this thing called a Galaxy okay. Launcher. And it combines all of your services together. Oh, I need that. So you can... <laughs> so, yeah, so I can see what games I own on Xbox, on PlayStation. It was really handy because when I had my PS4, like, I could just quickly say, like, okay, I own this game. Don't buy it here. Nice. Let's see, own games. Come on, let me get lucky. What's the game called? Uh, The Crew 2. Yeah, for Motorfest, uh, with it coming out this year, Dang. I am super yeah. excited. No, that's yeah, a shame. I'm very excited. <laughs> Hopefully Ubisoft gets this one right because they they need it. I mean, the first they two all... were really good. I don't think they had okay, any so... issues with the first two. I don't remember, at least. I personally didn't okay. have any issues with them. I think they... I don't remember the last update for the Crew 2, but they supported it for a while because it did end up turning into a live service game. I don't think... The first one definitely wasn't. I mean, it was a big open world, but it wasn't a live service to where there were updates constantly. But the Crew 2, I don't know if it started like that, but it definitely is now to where they add, like, new events and new races and everything every so often. Okay. Because 
Ubisoft also has this game called Trackmania, which they just put on Steam, so hopefully we too. also see... <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That was free. Yeah, so hopefully... Really? Mm -hmm. It was part of PlayStation Plus a couple months ago. Or it's part of the collection, one of the two. <clears throat> collection. I was playing that last night, too. <laughs> but yes... I love, okay. I love me some racing games. I'm always happy for new ones. Mm -hmm. I did not get to try the uh, the Need for Speed Unbound game, but if it if it goes on sale, I might I might uh, see what was going on because I heard I heard good things about it. I think I only played it for about an hour, and I don't remember. I mean, it's Need for Speed, so ah, <laughs> it's, you it's, said you don't remember. It, it wasn't no. bad, but nothing stuck out. But like I said, I only played it for like an hour, so I probably didn't get into anything any. Any, any new features that were shown, so. But it's Need for Speed. It plays like Need for Speed. It's fun. Okay. I got an IGN article about Marvel Snap. Oh, this is all for you, man. Yes, sir. From uh, Travis Northrup. It looks like Marvel Snap's PvP battle mode finally goes live. It went live the 31st. Nice. So it's already running. Yes, sir. It says here... The popular licensed collectible card game, which won Best Mobile Game at the Game Awards, yep, will finally be getting one of its most requested features since launching in October of last year. The ability to challenge your friends directly. Bring that smoke. The so-called battle mode will be available tomorrow. Well, already is out. Yes, out now. Have, have you gotten to try this out? Yes, yes I have. Uh, me and Kayla played it actually last night. It is a lot of fun. It is, <clears throat> it's different. You played your girl? Yeah. Oh. We split, uh, we each won once. So. No final winner? You just end in the draw? She didn't want to play a third one. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, alright. <laughs> uh, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> but no, it's, it plays... This is going to sound dumb. It plays the same, but different as normal PvP. So, like, you have essentially a health bar in uh, the battle mode. And so, uh, in normal PvP, when you're just playing one match against random people online, you compete for infinity cubes. So, instead of gaining infinity cubes when you win... If you lose, you basically have 10 health points, and depending on uh, how many infinity cubes you would get or lose <clears throat> for that match, uh, is how many health points you would lose. So, like, uh, the gimmick of the game is if you snap, you get double the amount of infinity cubes. So, if you feel confident, say you snap, and then your opponent snaps, so that means whoever loses that first round is losing eight points eight out of ten <laughs> so you better feel super confident but if no one snaps i think you lose two and then you just keep playing until someone runs out <clears throat> okay uh, the only change i would like to see i don't know if it's anything that they're talking about but uh you can build multiple decks in the game so i would like to be able to switch my deck in the battle mode you can't do that once you go in with a deck you have to stick with that deck i think the ability to switch decks would be cool but for what it is right now it's awesome i love it <clears throat> it doesn't affect your ranking on anything 
you don't gain or lose any of your uh, resources for how you upgrade cards and stuff. But uh, it's really fun. I enjoy it. Good, good. No crazy cost. No. That's awesome. The only so you can buy gold in the game, but the only thing that does is it just gives you a different variation of cards you already own. So like you can't buy super powerful cards. The only thing you can get is a different variant of what you already own. So you're just paying for art basically. <clears throat> so yeah, okay. you just unlock cards as you go. There are no card packs or anything like that. I'm happy for him that they did it right and it didn't come out on, you know, oh, you gotta, you, there's a meta, you gotta, you know, you gotta have these cards, you gotta... I mean, there's, I mean, there's for sure metas, just like any card game, I guess, it would just all depend on what type of deck you want to run. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant, I meant there wasn't, like, balancing issues. Gotcha, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got another IGN article here from Matt Kim. Looks like the great risk and the greater reward of adding video games to the DCU. As a part of James Gunn's big reveal for the newly launched DCU, he shared that video games will tie into the movies, TV, and animation projects that will make up Warner Brothers. Disco Discovery's big reboot of the DC Universe, while Hollywood has spent the last century perfecting the production process of movies and TV shows, paving the way for grand interconnected universes. Adding video games into the mix could be a bold direction that not even DC's rivals at Marvel are trying to do. Really? This is very interesting. And really? I. Marvel didn't attempt to do that? Yeah, okay. No, they haven't had any any attempt oh, to tie mean, the games into the MCU. Specifically, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. Well, see, this could be great because I think most people who watch DC's animation, which is like their top tier. Yeah, 100%. Like why, why we even go, yeah, why, why we even go to DC is for their top tier animation. It would be a simple drag and drop for the games because everybody that's getting the new um, Suicide Squad game has played the Batman games, has played the Arkham games, is mm -hmm. familiar with... Uh, you know, right. like familiar with that with that type. So I think I think that this is great. This is positive, and this is going to bring video games even more into the mainstream. So we're going to see even more video game sales as a result because, you know, my they can bring question more family is properties. how much is my question is how much is this going to I guess for lack of better term hurt the like my parents are not going to buy a PlayStation to play a Batman game to explain what's going on in between movies. So, like, how much of a tie-in are these going to be? Are we getting, like, Miles Morales-level types of stories where it's only, like, six to eight hours to where it's a small That's a good, that's a good question. Because if that's the case, then it's fine. But if you have some, like, major story plot tied into a video game that not everyone is going to play... Maybe people don't play video games. Some people just only want to watch the movie. See, that's that's the problem I have with the way that Marvel is doing it is, hey, we can spread this out. They don't all have to be movies. We're going to make, we, we might, I mean, I don't know if they're generating more money as a result, but it, it makes things like, it, it makes it harder to be unified now because now there are some of my friends who only want to see the movies. They don't want to watch the TV shows. 
but if you watch the TV shows, you get more insight into the movie. I mean, yeah, you know but I, mean? I don't think you miss a whole lot either, because, like, uh, what is one that I have not watched that ties in? Um, th- Low-key or Wanda? Nope, I watched both of those. <laughs> it's gotta be Falcon. Falcon and the... I didn't... Yeah, I didn't watch Falcon, but I don't think has anything from that really happened yet. Like I know you're what asking the, s- the wrong guy, <laughs> man. I, I, I wish I could tell you, but I've, I'm actually one of those friends that decided to skip out on the TV shows because I'm not. I don't mind the TV shows. I really liked Loki and WandaVision. I just, I find it hard to watch TV shows. I don't know why, because I spend multiple hours playing video games. So that's probably why. That's where all my extra time goes. But no, <clears throat> but like, I know. Essentially, Falcon and Winter Soldier is setting up uh, Falcon becoming the next Captain America. I know that's basically what it transitions to and what the whole setup for it is. I have no idea what goes on in She-Hulk. I don't think anything ties to that yet, or if and when it will. (laughs) But, yeah. But, I mean, even TV shows are a lot easier to make tie-ins for movies than a video game would be. I would think, at least. They're definitely a lot more, uh... What is the word? I guess, obtainable? Or consumable? Like, it... It's easier for someone to sit and watch ten episodes of a TV show than it is for someone to sit down and play, like... If it's a big plot point 20 to 30 hours of a video game to figure out what's going to happen and do a next movie or even hell even eight hours for people who don't normally play games to find that amount of time extra time, yeah. yeah it's 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 the, bold. And, and that's i'm going to be honest with you man i think hold on let me somebody's calling me I, the way that gaming is going and and everything and just in my adult life how i'm trying to transition to a different type of job Mm -hmm. i think the reason why i'm having a hard time uh like getting just just sitting down and gaming for hours now is because if i game for too long i'm gonna feel like i haven't like um i should be doing something else as an adult Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and and that sucks because there are games that i i used to like i used to just sit down and play Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I need to find a way to get back into that mode, and I think my current job is just putting a lot of stress on me. So I don't, I'll game for maybe like two hours when I come home, and then that's it. That's all I got. You know, yeah. and so it, so when some of these games come out, I'm like, ah, I, 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 <laughs> time budgeting is a huge thing. That's why that's like Persona Four. I know is going to take me like sixty to eighty hours. I'll finish that eventually. I might finish that before the end of the year. Who the hell knows? Right. But the good news is you got a whole like uh, like what friday saturday and sunday uh yeah for the most part well not sunday yeah, kayla and i are gonna finish a couple games because we've got games that we've started that we haven't finished like we're almost game. yeah we're almost done with it takes two uh i think we're nice. almost done with the quarry i don't know how far we are into that but i think we're almost done with that one as well uh we've got cuphead that we've got like four levels left we're so close to that but that game pisses me off so much <laughs> it's like ah. Uh... It's so hard, but it is so good. And I don't, I want to beat it, but I don't want to beat it because I know as soon as I beat it, I'm going to want to get the delicious, 
can't speak the delicious last course dlc and i think that's just supposed to be harder than what the main game is <laughs> so i'm just gonna have to go through more torture you don't have to do it man you could you could just say this is the one i didn't get to this is the one that got away nah i'm, I'm so close <laughs> i have to i have to at least finish the base game because we are so close to the end we have i think two main levels and then just the devil left and we're done <laughs> that's funny the, de the devil's the only one left <laughs> he's the last boss but, uh, that's crazy <laughs> alright man but then it looks like that that's all the news stories we got we just got some uh, some upcoming games some uh, playstation plus stuff some xbox stuff I'll go That's ahead. It, I'll go ahead and run through those. So as far as game releases, some that have came out this week and through next week, we got Valiant Hearts coming home was a mobile game came out the thirty first. Uh, we got. I'm gonna butcher this. Albachetti Warrior, uh, which came out on Xbox Series consoles and the Xbox One uh, yesterday. We got Retractor X Two, which came out on PC and all xbox consoles yesterday rhythm sprout which came out on ps4 ps5 xbox consoles switch and pc yesterday deliver us mars came out on pc ps4 ps5 xbox consoles today february 2nd fashion police squad came out on ps5 ps4 xbox series consoles xbox one and pc also today heirs of the kings came out on xbox consoles and pc today parish comes out on pc today the pathless comes out on xbox consoles and pc <clears throat> today speedway racing comes out on xbox series consoles xbox one tomorrow february 3rd spellforce conquest of eo pc february 3rd scorchlands pc february 7th clash artifacts of chaos ps5 xbox series consoles ps4 xbox one and pc february 9th hogwarts legacy ps5 xbox series consoles and pc february 10th a reminder that hogwarts legacy will also be on last gen consoles but that got delayed i want to say until may but so if you're on last gen it is still coming out just not the same time that ended up getting delayed uh and wanted dead on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series consoles, Xbox One, and PC, also February 10th. That is a lot. <laughs> I plan on yep. getting Hogwarts Legacy at launch. We'll see if that happens. Uh, <laughs> that is the plan. That one I'm really looking forward to. Wanted Dead, I just randomly started hearing about this week. I looked into it. It looks interesting. The Pathless, I guess, is just now coming to Xbox because that came out, I want to say, a year ago on mm -hmm. PlayStation. And I believe it's on Switch as well because I saw a Nintendo tweet about it. So I think that is also on the Switch, but it's not on here for some reason. Yeah. Lots of games coming out this week and next week. Uh, Let's go. PlayStation Plus games for the month of Feb... No. Yes, February have been announced. Uh, we get f four, three and a half, depending on how you want to count it. Uh, for PS5 and PS4, you get Evil Dead the game, 
uh, PS5 and PS4, you also get Ollie Ollie World, uh, which I just got last week or a couple weeks ago. That's pretty fun. A little salty that it's free now, but it is what it is. <clears throat> it was on sale when I bought it, so no big deal. Uh, this is one that I guess you can count as the half game. Uh, Destiny 2, the Beyond Light expansion for PS4, PS5. I'll go ahead and get you all caught up before the Lightfall expansion. Uh, I want to say it's in March. <clears throat> and then Mafia Definitive Edition, PS4. All available next Tuesday, February 7th. Um, the PlayStation Plus <clears throat> Premium and Extra Catalog has not been updated since we last had an episode, so I'll just run through those real quick. Uh, we had Back for Blood, Dragon Ball Fighters, Devil May Cry 5, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Life is Strange, Jet the Far Shore, Just Cause 4, Omino, Erica, and then the classics were Siphon Filter 3, Star Wars Demolition, and Hot Shots Golf 2. Then Xbox Game Pass, February games announced so far. I think it's only four right now, but I'm sure they will add more. They always do. Uh, we got Darkest Dungeon, Cloud Console, PC as of today. Grid Legends on Cloud as of today. Hot Wheels Unleashed Game of the Year Edition. Still no date, but it's supposed to be Cloud Console and PC later this month. And then Atomic Heart, February 21st, Cloud Console, PC. I forgot this was coming out day and date on Game Pass. I'm hype. I'm definitely going to check this out. <laughs> yeah. That looks really day good. Day one. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and uh, just real quick about the PlayStation thing. So it looks it looks like here the PlayStation collection oh, yeah. is going to be is going to be expiring on May 9th. So if you have access to the PlayStation Plus collection, Go and redeem those games before May 9th. Yeah, good catch. I forgot to include that. Yeah, there's some great games on there. There was uh, Persona 5's on there, Detroit Become Human. Um, I'm trying to remember them all off the top of my head, and it's not going to happen. God of War 2018, I believe, was on there. Uh, Days Gone is on there. There's a lot. I think there's like 30 games on there. At the very least, add them to your library. You shouldn't have to download them right off the rip. If you just add them to their, your library, you should I'm be able to download to, them again. I'm trying to see if there's a way to actually, like, um, look at it. Get a list? I, I know I have a list. My friend sent it today. All right. <clears throat> so there's Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Zombie Chronicles Edition, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, God of War 2018, Infamous Second Son, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, uh, Ratchet & Clank The Reboot, I want to say it was from 2015, I think, whenever the movie came out, uh, wow. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Until Dawn. All of those phenomenal games. Maybe not Battlefield 1 I would classify as phenomenal, but everything else, great games. <laughs> I'm not a big Battlefield Maybe person. Maybe not Battlefield 1. <laughs> not a huge Battlefield person, but that's just me. <clears throat> but I do believe that is going to do it for this episode, right? I'm not forgetting anything. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> if you want to follow and support us, you can find me over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash SinCityRedAngel. Find me on Twitter at SinCityRedAngel and then YouTube 
over on youtube.com slash Sin City Red Angel. If you want to follow Protege, you can follow him on Twitter at Protege4789 and then over on YouTube at youtube.com slash at Protege Gaming. And then if you want to support us directly, uh, just a reminder, we do have that Patreon, patreon.com slash joystickjockeys. And then follow us on Twitter at joystickjockeys and then youtube.com slash joystickjockeys513, or I'm sorry, slash at joystickjockeys513. But that is going to do it for us this evening. I have been Austin Angel, joined by Protege Jones, and we will see you all maybe next week if there's a Nintendo Direct. And if not, we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you all so much. Peace. Peace.